Welcome to Japanese Made Easy, where we use advanced techniques like pattern recognition and contextual learning so you can quickly and easily start speaking Japanese. Greg here, welcome to Japanese Made Easy, episode 17. In the last lesson, you were quickly exposed to some new words and phrases without going over them thoroughly. Now that you've heard them in context of Japanese, with just a little bit of attention, they will be easier to recall. Imagine at a playground, a little kid running toward the swings where other bigger kids are swinging. This is potentially dangerous, so the kid's mother yells out, True story. At an airport in Japan, I noticed a toddler headed for an escalator. His mother was preoccupied at the ticket counter and didn't notice. Unattended toddlers and escalators aren't a good combination. So I thought to myself, I should yell, But the kid might be too young to understand. So just as he approached the escalator, I quickly intervened and stopped him from trying to get on. So these were potentially dangerous situations where in English we'd warn somebody, as in, Watch out! or Be careful! It can also be used when people depart on larger excursions, like, Okay, have a good trip. Take care. From our last lesson, the elevator doors are closing, so warn somebody to be careful. Then tell them, the doors are about to close. If you've studied Japanese at all or seen any anime, you probably already know this one, so let's work with it a bit. I think most people would agree that puppies and kittens are... You walk into a pet store, say, look, and then point out the fact that cute hamsters exist. At the zoo gift shop, somebody points out an arguably cute stuffed lion. Chad says, How would you translate that? In Japanese, a lot is often said with just one word. We might translate this as, Oh, it's so cute, or how cute. It's cute. From the last lesson, how would you say, Look, there's a cute cat. We also heard this word, I hadn't seen the lady who lives next door for many months. Then one day she was outside and she had a baby carrier strapped to her front side. I said, oh, congratulations. I couldn't tell if it was a boy or a girl, but it looked to be about a one-month-old... This one is easy to remember as it's a combination of the word red or... and... So, if you see an infant, just think red chan. That's how I remembered it anyway. Try saying, look, there's a cute baby. 
見てかわいい赤ちゃんがいる During a tropical storm, we might hear 雨が降ってる During a winter storm, we might hear 雪が降ってる Question Why did we use が for these two phrases? If you aren't sure, stop and go through episode 16 again, then come back. Okay, hopefully you didn't have to go all the way back and you answered along the lines of because somebody or something is doing something under its own power. Or because the rain is falling under its own power, the snow is falling under its own power. Nobody's doing anything to the rain or the snow, it's just falling. Penguins and ostriches are flightless. Tori. Tori. Please repeat. Hikoki. Hikoki. The Wright brothers invented the first. Hikoki. And now in modern times we have 747s which are large passenger. Hikoki. We might hear a little kid point up and say, How would you translate that?、Mm, something like, There's a bird flying. How about, There's a plane flying. With that, you may be thinking, Wait, isn't a pilot flying the plane? Well, I certainly hope so. But in the sentence, there is no mention of a pilot. So, from a Japanese grammar point of view, this falls in line with the plane being the thing that is doing the action in the sentence. It's the same as in English. We might say, Check it out, there's a plane flying through the storm. Grammatically speaking, we just said that the plane is doing the flying. With enough life experience, we understand that there is likely a pilot behind the scenes. Try saying, there's a bird and a plane flying. Okay, in this lesson, we'll learn two related usages of the de particle. One is definitely need to know. While the other is not as common but closely related, so we'll cover them both. We've already seen the de particle in constructions such as Literally, Starbucks, the place utilized, coffee drank. I drank coffee at Starbucks. Or the Japanese 101 Pen de kakimashita. Pen, the thing utilized, wrote. I wrote with a pen. So keep in mind that de often has the nuance of utilized. As usual, let's start by getting a feel for our new usage from context. That kid sure is smart. Two years old, de. He was already playing the piano. And another one. If interviewing an actress talking about how she got started, she might say something like, 12 years old, de, I became interested in acting and went to acting school. Let's let that simmer in the brain and we'll come back to it. 
Later in this lesson, we'll be dealing with how old people are when something happened, so let's make sure you are okay with the basics. First, let's learn or review, if you already know, the counter for years old when speaking of people. One year old. Two years old. Three years old. So what would four years old be? And five years old? If you know the numbers six through ten, try saying six years old and so on before Megumi does. Ready, go. Parents meet up and get their kids together. One kid asks the other a question. How would you translate this? Literally, what, and then the counter for age. In English, how old are you? What would that be in polite Japanese? From kid to kid, it would probably be a casual answer. If answering an adult's question, the kid would answer more politely, saying what? Megumi will ask your age. Try answering. Earlier, we heard the following. That kid sure is smart. Two years old, de, he was already playing the piano. Or if interviewing an actress, talking about how she got started, she might say something like, Twelve years old, de, I became interested in acting and went to acting school. Still letting that idea simmer a bit more, let's get some exposure to another related and common usage when speaking. Wow, that's a huge bag of apples. Yeah, and can you believe it? Only one U.S. dollar, de, I bought it. And one more. For this, in case you don't know the conversion, Gohen. or five yen, generally speaking, is in the ballpark of five cents in U.S. dollars. So, hey, nice phone, what is that? A guy says, just a brand new iPhone 37. I signed up for the 30-year plan. So only I got the phone and a free bento. In other words, thinking back to the general idea that de carries with it, utilized, I utilized five yen to buy it. In English, we say I bought it for some amount. Talking about something you bought, more literally using de to say you utilized a particular amount of money, tell somebody, I bought it for 10 yen. And casual? Using the cognate to get and suru. As in, to get something with the feeling that it was a good thing. It's a little slangy, so casual Japanese say, I got it for 100 yen. Tell a friend, 
I got it for 200 yen. More literally, I utilized 200 yen to get it. 200円でゲットした Changing it up. Polite Japanese. I bought it for 100 yen. 100円で買いました Casual Japanese. I bought it for 200 yen. 200円で買った Casual for 300 yen. 300円で買った Polite for 300 yen. 300円で買いました For this usage of de following price, let's go with the amount utilized. 400円で買いました That's 400 yen, the amount utilized, I bought it. The amount of yen was 400. The logic will be apparent with a couple more non price related examples. How about this? Talking about pancakes we had for breakfast, three pancakes de I became full. Three pancakes, the amount utilized, is what made me full. Talking about gas, five liters de we made it to the next town. Five liters, the amount of gas utilized, is what was used to get to the next town. Talking about the amount of yen we sold something for. 10円で売りました So let's call this stating the amount of something utilized with de. Let's officially learn this word. Please repeat. Uru. Uru. If you're going to your old laptop, I'll buy it. Changing to or sold, try saying I sold it for 100 yen. I sold it for 200 yen. Polite, I sold it for 300 yen. 300円で売りました There we heard hyaku change to byaku. This type of change with some numbers isn't anything to worry about. It will quickly become natural. Just be aware of it. Let's run through a few examples. Polite Japanese. Talking to an interested old lady about the good deal you got on some kiwis, tell her 100 yen was the amount utilized to buy. 100円で買いました Let's expand on this construction. Let's include the word kiwi. 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 Starting with this kiwi. Regarding it, try saying, I bought these kiwis for 200 yen. このキウイは200円で買いました Casual, try saying, I bought these bananas for 300 yen. このバナナは300円で買った
A friend says, wow, look at all those tomatoes. Using to get, you brag about your good fortune, saying, I got these tomatoes for 400 yen. このトマトは400円でゲットしたよ。That was a good workout, so I'll be sure to include it in the practice audio. And now here's your tip of the day from Japanese Made Easy. Today's tip is specific to Japanese. A listener wrote in saying, Greg, you mentioned not teaching I, you, he, and she because they're often dropped in Japanese. But if I don't say you to a person, what should I use instead? It feels weird to not refer to somebody as you when talking to them. Great question. And yes, it does take some time to get used to. Better is using the person's name instead of you. Emi chan, ego dekiru? So there, we're not saying you, we're using the person's name instead of you. This is very common in Japan. So when you meet a person, it's important to get their name and remember it so you can use it instead of saying you. Okay, moving on to another usage of de that is closely related to the previous idea. Let's do some native language integration to get a feel for this usage. All of these examples will assume we are telling somebody about a friend of ours. Aside from age being used in all of them, can you figure out what they all have in common? He was already fluent in five languages. He entered elementary school. He was studying astrophysics. He got a DUI and went to jail. He graduated from high school. He graduated from university. If thinking about it, age also works with the amount of. That is, the amount of years at which we did something. But there is a nuance to this usage. The common idea that runs through all of these examples is that what happened is at least a bit out of the ordinary. They might get a response such as, wow, or really? For example, if I say, when I was three years old, I was speaking some English. For this, we would not use the de particle after age. As this isn't out of the ordinary or particularly interesting. But three years de I was fluent in five languages. That's not really the norm, it's out of the ordinary, and so we go with. Or. He got a DUI and went to jail. Fifteen years old de he got a DUI and went to jail. Well, he shouldn't really even be driving at 15, much less getting DUIs andor going to jail, so this is out of the ordinary. I use that example just to show that it doesn't have to be a good or a bad thing, but just not normal for a person of that age. Like Tiger Woods might say, When I was 12, I got my first hole in one. I got my first hole in one. 
Let's take a look at the SLT for this usage of de for these examples. We'll replace de with at the age of x, implying it's out of the ordinary. At the age of three, implying it's out of the ordinary, he was already fluent in five languages. At the age of four, implying it's out of the ordinary, he entered elementary school. That would be pretty young to be going into elementary school. At the age of six, implying it's out of the ordinary, he became interested in astrophysics. Most six-year-olds aren't interested in astrophysics. And so on. In natural English, we might say these a few different ways, but the idea is the same. We could say at the age of six or when I was six. So if talking about myself, can translate as when I was six or at the age of six. We'll go with six at the age of. Important to note, though, de does not mean at the age of. This is just how it would translate into English for this particular usage. If a person says something like, I was working on astrophysics at the age of six, and that seems questionable, we might respond with a question. How would you translate? I'd say, huh? Or really? At the age of six? So, to recap, the very common and often used when speaking usage of de is for the amount utilized. For example, which is particularly handy if talking about prices. Then the related usage, which for now is worth understanding at least, is de for at the age of, implying it's out of the ordinary. Okay, just a few more and we're done. Casual Japanese, ask somebody their age or how old they are. Nansai. And polite? Nansai desu ka? Okay, casual Japanese. This will be tricky, but maybe you can get it. Holding up some item using katta and starting with nan. Ask somebody how many yen they utilized to buy it. Nan yen de katta. And polite? Nan yen de kaimashita ka? All right, that's it for this episode and quick side note. Over at Japanese Mastery Method, I'm working on a course that teaches all of the particle uses that are important to know but are pretty much ignored in beginner books and courses. As always, I'll do my best to make them easy to understand and to differentiate from other uses, with the core focus being on improving your speaking ability. Not sure when that course will be ready, but be on the lookout for it over at Japanese Mastery Method. Okay, go grab the practice audio over at Japanese Made Easy, and I'll see you in the next episode. This has been another episode of Japanese Made Easy. For additional practice audios and downloads, visit JapaneseMadeEasy.com. 